Seems like these days this world just can't catch a break with everything that's been happening at the moment. We have one pandemic that is being brought out to the to the globe and everyone is feeling the same way as it is but all in all welcome to the relatable source welcome to all things relatable if you're new here thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate it um, this podcast is 100 percent free but i do ask for a small fee i mean if you find something that's resourceful something you can relate to something that will put value into your life or something that you will you know even disagree or agree with or don't like but still want to stick around and find out more tell a friend you know, I, I, I do value um, the suggestions and feedback that you guys provide by you guys telling your friends, a group of friends, or if you really want to hook a brother up, you know, giving a five-star rating on where you're listening to this um, really does help. So I do appreciate that in advance. Yeah, but you know, in, in the next time you're having a conversation, if you try to, um, that being on Zoom, um, through phone call, you know, anything that's that's uh, following the social distancing laws, um, please tell them about this podcast, you know, family or colleagues or anyone in general, give me a plug, tell them about it, you know, suggest some topics that you guys would love for me to talk about this. I mean, again, this podcast, I always mention this, it's not intended for me to preach my knowledge, but because I generally am not an expert with these with these topics that I talk about, but it's pretty much just a conversation that I do have with you guys um, in response to the topics that are being brought out. And, and I generally want to learn from you guys as well with the uh, feedback that you provide. So any feedback and, and, and suggestions are, are valued and appreciated fully. But um, all in all, I feel like this topic has been a really mysterious yet we can pretty much all get behind um i want to talk about the mandela effect now if you don't know what the mandela effect which uh, basically it runs up to this now would you trust a memory that felt as real as all your other memories and and if other people confirmed that they remembered it too you know what if the memory turned out to be false uh, the, the scenario was named the mandela effect by the self-described paranormal consultant Fiona Broom after she discovered that other people shared her false memory of the South African civil rights leader Nelson Mandela. Some said that he died in prison in the 1980s but we can actually a lot of people said that he died in, in prison in the 1980s but a lot can say that he actually passed away early in I believe it was 2013. Now it was named after Nelson Mandela, who some people actually believe to have died in prison in the 1980s. However, you can say mistakenly thought because they must have mistaken Nelson with Steve Biko, who did die in prison and even had a movie made about him starring Denzel Washington. And then keep in mind that anybody who was learning anything about, about it in the 1980s always learned about both Mandela and Biko directly alongside of, side of each other. Now, that's one of the arguments to sort of debunk this Mandela effect. However, our mind plays so many tricks that how can we really determine which is fictional and non-fictional? Another common false memory is thinking the title of the children's book. Now, I'm not sure if the Australian audience might know this. I'm pretty sure like it's a worldwide phenomenon, but the Berenstein Bears um, currently we thought is... It's spelled the Berenstein, so B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N bears, when in reality, it's actually spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N bears. If you're following up, 
if you're following through with those spelling i do appreciate that um but i'll try to i'll try to make it a bit more um, understandable now the mandela effect is depending on who you ask either a weird, weird phenomenon where a large groups of people misremember the exact same given thing in the exact same way or the pseudoscientific belief that some differences between one's memories and the real world are caused by changes to past events in the timeline a lot of advocates previously believed it is caused by accidental time travel you know alternate universes although some others propose that history has been deliberately altered after the fact by malicious extra-dimensional beings within the same timeline i'm really not making this up this is actually um world thinkers that truly truly believe this now it's hinting to us the possibility that the butterfly effect which is the sensitive dependence on initial conditions in which a small change in one state you know example killing or stepping on a bug can result in large differences in a later state e.g the future or the present of which you initially came from you step on a bug in the past and when you go back to your present time hitler may still be alive that's the butterfly effect in in in, in uh, to dumb it down and to be fair every single person on earth has at times had moments when they learned that they were not remembering something accurately or had been misinformed or made a simple mistake humans make mistakes it's even written right into the job description so the ways in which people choose to explain their fuck-ups may be either rational by chalking it up to the full ability of human memory or irrational by reaching for explanations out of science fiction movies if your answer to learning that you made a simple unimportant mistake is to build up a complex conspiracy theory in which you were right all along and reality is lying, lying to you well your rationalization is at its best at this point but let's be let's put it to the test now i'm gonna i'm gonna be that i'm, I'm honestly I'm, I'm, t I'm testing out something but this is gonna be um the world's first interactive podcast that everyone can participate in i'm going to give you some explanations to you things that you deliberately know or know of and you will think about exactly how you picture them in your head for the love of god all i ask is do not cheat and actually search for the examples that i'm about to tell you because it defeats the whole purpose my goal is to literally twist your mind or make you think that reality isn't really reality sometimes all right you all set sweet let's begin all right so the first thing is we have looney tunes now we all remember the show when we were kids some still watch it no judgments here now it had the show uh with bugs bunny daffy duck porky pig and, and pretty much all the rest be very very quiet i'm hunting wabbits <laughs> I'm a duck, bent on self-preservation Say your prayers, Wabbit. It's Wabbit season. What I want you to think about is the logo of Looney Tunes and spell it out in your head. Spell it out and make sure that you understand it fully, right? Looney Tunes. Now, can we please set a time of five seconds?
Now, if you thought it was Looney Tunes, which is L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-O-O-N-S, then you're actually wrong. It's not T-O-O-N-S. It's not tunes like that. It's actually tunes as in music, T-U-N-E-S. Look at the logo. It's never been what you thought it was. Second example, Curious George. Now, remember the monkey? Now, I want you to picture him in your head and look at the physical features of that monkey. Now, tell yourself, one, what's the color of the monkey? And what was the color of his tail? First of all, I actually didn't care about the color. I just wanted you to think about the tail. Curious George actually never had one. It was never there. We all thought that he had a tail, but he never actually had a tail. Are you freaked out? Don't worry, you will. Number three, Skechers Shoes. Same thing, this is a spelling. Spell out Skechers. The shoe brand Skechers, spell it out to me. Now, if you actually thought that Skechers had a T in there, S-K-E, and there might be a T in the inside there somewhere. It, well, there's, there was never actually a T in, to begin with. It was actually just S-K-E-C-H-E-R-S. Now, one other thing. We got Fruit Loops. Again, think of the logo and do, do the same thing. Spell out the logo. Now, if you actually spelt it out as the letter as the actual fruit saying so fruit f-r-u-i-t and the loops l-o-o-p-s you're wrong it's f-r-o-o-t l-o-o-p-s and finally we have the example of the monopoly man we all we've pretty much all played monopoly we've all had fights with monopoly but i want you to think of the man on the logo don't look at the logo, do not do not search for the logo, just think of it in your head. Okay? Think of the features with the logo. And we you know the man with the mustache. Alright? Now what did the man have on his eye? Think of that very clearly. Now if you said a monocle or that glass covering his eye, well, he actually never had it. He never actually had it to begin with. All right, we're going to do a little speed round. Okay, I'll just give out the examples. So we have KitKat. KitKat then never actually was spelt with a hyphen, just like we always thought it was. Right? Pikachu never had the black detailing on his on his tail. It was actually fully yellow. Um, Cheez Its. It was never Cheez Its. It was always Cheez It. Um, and if you go see the Mona Lisa right now. All right, the Mona Lisa painting and not think something's off. She used to have a light smirk on her. I'm, I swear to God, I always pictured her with a light smirk. However, right now, it just seems like she has a straight face and no smile in her whatsoever. And finally, with the Snow White in the famous saying, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the, I think it's, who's the fairest of them all? Well, that line was never actually said. Let me see thy face. What wouldst thou know, my queen? Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? It was actually magic mirror on the wall. But, it, but, but again, it goes deeper than that. 
Now, an anonymous, an anonymous, I can't even say that right. <laughs> an anonymous tip was given to the relatable source, and it started. It pretty much stated the following. Now, it was talking about the Mandela effect, but it actually went into the the weirdest, scariest detail that you actually think of it. I've wanted to talk about this subject for a while now. Now, the other day, I had a random urge to look into it again and read some old stuff, you know, just for fun. Ever since then, I've noticed other people talking about it again. But the strangest part is I, I can't find anything online about it anymore. Like I said, you can't you can find people talking about it casually or joking, joking around about it. But I cannot for the life of me find any of the in-depth material I had read before. And this has actually been really frustrating me, uh, for me because I have nothing to refresh my memory while writing this. I found a few things here and there that are helping me piece the puzzle together again, but I know there used to be so much more out there. And I can't even remember the first time I've heard this theory, but it's become somewhat of a meme. I did, I did find a video of Max Lorne. Now, Max Lorne was a child genius from YouTube. You know, he touched on this theory, but I don't think he was the first to talk about it. I think originally it was some girl. So did the world. Well, the question is, so did the world actually end in 2012? Well, it was the year the scientist at CERN, that's C-E-R-N, finally found the Higgs boson. You know, the particle that Stephen Hawking's predicted could destroy the universe or in his own words, cause the universe to undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay. Well, what would happen if we destroy the universe? I mean, would we know? Maybe CERN accidentally created a black hole that sucked us in without us even noticing and we've just been living in it. Now, some physicists actually believe this is possible. There's this pretty much old cliche argument that nothing has felt right since 2012. And if you agree with this, you are not alone. And I 100% agree with this. Maybe it has something to do with growing up or getting older but ever since then it seems like the world descends more and more into chaos each day time even feels it's like it's going faster and there's this there's some sort of calamity happening almost daily you know mass shootings only stay in the headlines for like 12 hours now did we all die and go to hell i, I don't really believe that but some people actually do maybe we're in a similar situation to the characters in The Good Place. Now, if you don't know the show, The Good Place is an American fantasy comedy TV series that focuses on a character named Eleanor. Now, Eleanor is on the show and she arrives after, and uh, so she arrives at this place in the afterlife and she's welcomed by another character named Michael and Michael ends up saying to her, welcome to The Good Place. Now, The Good Place is this highly selective heaven-like utopia that Michael, the character, actually designed as a reward for those for their righteous life, mimicking exactly how religion see heaven. However, the characters don't realize that this is actually designed, and the character, Eleanor, realizes that she was sent there by mistake and must hide her morality or morally imperfect behavior while trying to become a better and more ethical person. And like I've said before, I think we live in a series of simulations of some sort. Perhaps the universe was destroyed by CERN and our collective consciousness was moved into a parallel universe next door. I mean, it would be almost identical. 
In fact, there are people out there who are reporting small differences in the reality and the other and the only that, that they remember before 2012. Now, this phenomenon often is referred to as the Mandela effect. Some people remember Febreze as Febreze. Or some people remember sketches having no T whatsoever. It's actually sketches as, it, as, it's, as it's pronounced and Looney Tunes, same thing with Looney Tunes, JC Penny, it's spelled differently and the list goes on. But, and if these don't look or feel right to you, you're actually not alone on this. The name comes from Nelson Mandela, whom many believed to have died in prison in the 80s. However, to many people's surprises, his funeral was national news in 2013 and he had lived a long and happy life. Mandela effect gets much creepier than that though. Some people remember the actual Statue of Liberty, you know, Lady Liberty, being in a totally different location and that location being Ellis Island. It's actually on Liberty Island. And about, about the same time that the actual um, statue was built, there's actually a painting clearly depicting the statue of Ellis Island. With no other with no other islands nearby and now i was just thinking about it was the artist just not paying attention did he just like it better this way i really don't think so now if that's not strange enough go on google maps right now go on the google maps street view there's a few specific areas on liberty island where the statue of liberty is just gone residue from the previous timeline the account uploading these strange pictures goes by the username of August Bartholdi. Now that's this that's the designer's name of Lady Liberty herself. The account also sports his picture from the 1800s, which when it was built, um, his Google he's pretty much Google approved. Apparently, right before the United States entry into World War One, the Germans committed the first act of terrorism on U.S. soil. It was considered one of the largest artificial non-nuclear explosions to have ever occurred. And now I'm wondering why I didn't hear about this in school. Maybe you actually never heard about this in school. That, that I, I, Bigger than the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So anyways, this explosion is actually the reason the Statue of Liberty's the, the, the torch, the actual end bit, is close to the public. Now usually the people can actually visit it. So it's been told, but it's actually been closed for over a hundred years. There's only one problem though. People do actually remember going there and I actually did some digging. I wanted to find some reviews and I found this review from Sharon Todgy and Sharon Todgy is actually a little older in her age. And she says for a title of the review saying, I climbed the torch. When I visited there as a teen, you could actually climb right up to the torch, which I did of course, and look out. It was quite a thrill it's it's said that security has now taken all that kind of thing away and of course i remember returning by ship from studying in germany and seeing the statue welcoming us as we came home so if the statue of liberty the torch itself is closed then why are people there posting photos of them being in the torch and it's actually online now remember the statue of liberty has been closed for over a hundred years yet those photos are in color and they don't seem to be taken by security or anyone in the in the statue body working for Lady Liberty. There's also this weird Twitter account called Statue Ellis FDN, which makes no mention of Liberty Island whatsoever at all and sports a creepy banner photo of people walking up the stairs that lead to nothing, absolutely nothing. 
And to end all of this, I want you to go on YouTube. I really want you to go on YouTube and search this. Search part one disappearing. This is the actual title of it. It's called part one disappearing statue of liberty on photoshop facebook photos ellis island mandela effect i know it's a long name but just try to try to follow along with me now it's a collection of facebook photos where people have tagged their location at statue of liberty ellis island however the people are posing in front of and staring at nothing it's really unsettling well anyways a while back there is actually a viral thread on 4chan posted by someone who claimed to be one of the 23 scientists at CERN responsible for creating the Mandela effect. They claimed that the planet was destroyed and we were placed in a simulated world. However, the thing I thought was most interesting was that whoever this person was describing reality as being like a set of Russian dolls where there are worlds nested within another world. Or like we've talked about simulations within simulations you know those russian dolls you know how when you open one a smaller one comes out and then you open that smaller one and the smallest one comes out and then and so on and so on now the idea of simulation within a simulation or a multiverse resembles that and it's actually some not something that is new it has been a part of eastern philosophy since the third century it's a, a quote by alan watts illustrates it perfectly now imagine a multi-dimensional spider's web in the early morning covered with drops and in every drop contains the reflection of all other drops and in each reflected drop the reflection of all other drops in the reflection and so on and so on and so on causing an infinite amount of drops and basically that is the buddhist conception of the universe as an image and this is also it actually also reminds me of the turtle all the way down myth now the story that the world sits on the back of a turtle who's standing on a larger turtle who's standing on an even larger turtle well pretty much you get the idea but anyways besides the mayans there were there were some other people who predicted 2012 would be the end now one of these people was terence mckenna well he didn't necessarily believe 2012 would be the end but he predicted there would be some reality re re uh, rearranging event now he made this prediction using his timeway zero zero formula now i want you to, to pay attention because this might be a little confusing but i'll try to dumb it down a bit which about the time wave zero formula which supposedly mathematically decodes the king wen sequence of the i ching into something that graphs the factual patterns of history now the graph culminates in a singularity point of infinite complexity now to better understand this concept you can imagine like a tape a tape wrapped up in a spiral like you would find in, in those VHS tapes. And time itself goes round and round in smaller and smaller loops until eventually it runs out. Now, is there another meaning to the end of time? Preston B. Nichols, a supposed whistleblower who wrote books detailing time travel experiments at Montauk Air Force Base, claimed that there were never able to time travel past 2012 because they could find no future beyond it and according to him there was a very abrupt wall there with nothing on the other side whether he's a crackpot or, a crackpot or not what i find most interesting is is he did this interview where he said all that in 2014 
Like it's it's just a strange thing to say considering you've already made it past the date of 2012, right? Stranger things at Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Minds are actually, you know, both loosely based on those supposed experiments. There's also a theory floating around that we've reached the end of history. The quote-unquote end of history is a philosophical idea that has been talked about by such notable figures such as Hegel, Marx, or most recently Francis Fukuyama. Try not to laugh at that name. <laughs> Yoshiro Francis Fukuyama is an American political scientist, political economist, and writer. And at the end of history, events still happen, but humanity, is what he says, has reached the end of its socio-cultural evolution. Now, this theory has nothing to do with time travel or assimilation or any of that, but rather the stagnation of human progress. Now, I just find it fitting that people think this is happening. These are these are bright minds that think this is actually happening. It's kind of, it kind of fits like a dream, like a purgatory theme. And if you don't know what a purgatory is, it's pretty much all of the demons and, and the worst cases you can actually think of in one place. Um, I'm not sure that it is hell, but it is another form of hell. And it's this theory that I find most when trying to research the topic of the world we're already living in that it's actually ended so did we actually all die in 2012 we've all found this strange feeling that everything did change and if you really think about it everything has changed we all find that there is pretty much more negativity rather than positivity to the world there are strange things that are happening that would have never happened um, we have this pandemic that's happening at the moment and and we are thinking of things that we we thought were in our head that really really were that sort of aspect but then again, it isn't. And that's when I'll, where I'll basically end it off to, um, with this podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, I really want you guys to sort of put that in your head and try to re re rearrange exactly what I talked about. And if I was a bit confusing, um, I do apologize for that. But at the same time, it's, it's fucked up. It's pretty much fucked up with with what's happening at the moment. So I think we, we should ask all the, all the questions that we should. Um, but who's to say that we are actually going to get the answers we want at the same time it's just a conspiracy theory um but it's a really really interesting one i'm not i'm not all for conspiracy theories because some i actually find pretty dumb but in saying that yeah it's a, it's a relatable one that's for sure again thank you so much for tuning into the relatable source if you're really wanting to find out the face behind this voice i do have an instagram my personal instagram is buzz 95 which is b double o z 95 um or if you want to really hook a brother up you can follow the official page of the relatable relatable source on instagram and the instagram page is actually the full name itself it's the relatable source that's th the relatable and source as in the ketchup sauce not source um but all in all thank you again guys take care